come on. Do not tell me you didn't get those vibes. Well, you know, this fruit is worth the squeeze. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, and welcome to the Savage Podcast. I'm Rose, also known as Cheap Lazy Vegan on YouTube. And I'm Daniel, one of your favorite guest stars on Cheap Lazy Vegan's YouTube channel. We're two friends who love to talk about the latest trending topics. So get comfortable and join us while we give our savage take on just about everything. You are currently listening to the previous episode of this podcast, but if you would like to listen to this week's episode and get some exclusive content, go over to patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Hello. 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 What's up? What up? What up? <laughs> Welcome back guys to another episode of the savage podcast. We are here live from our studio. <laughs> and uh, one of us failed to do our homework so we uh, will be talking about love is blind next week one of us being daniel as always no so so now it's already been like a month since the fucking thing has aired so yeah. we're gonna be like a month late but that gives you guys more time to watch it exactly so i was just thinking uh, about our listeners rose mm-hmm. that's why it took me so long and also guys i did try to do like a power like you Sunday. can't watch it all in one sitting i know i, th- I, I thought i could <laughs> and i think i might have killed a few brain cells and honestly, I was like texting Rose. I was like, you know, I, I don't know how much longer I can do this. Yeah. My life is ending. <laughs> um, yeah. You got to take like maybe like three episodes max per session. Yeah. Anything more than that, it starts to get so like. I know. And it's kind of boring. Like, you know, it's just like it's too much. Yeah. It's like th- they make it seem like it's too, you know, like some reality shows. They just like they know they're a reality show. They're kind of trashy. Yeah. And they just like own up to it. Whereas this show, it like they pretend to be this like experiment. Yes. Oh, it's a scientific <laughs> experiment. <laughs> and it's like, oh, my God. Like mm-hmm. they, they just like pretend it's like so serious. And, you know, it's not a reality show at all. And yeah. I'm like, OK, who are you trying to fool? And guys, can we also we, we're not going to talk about it. I just want to say one thing and then we're going to move on. <laughs> But can we also talk about how the the premise of this show still is love is blind and still every single person on there could be a fucking model. Literally. Like it's ridiculous. It's never it's never going to change because they're only going to put hot people on Of course. On there. Exactly. Because I'm like, you know what? If I had a great <laughs> connection with a guy in the pods and then I saw who they were and all of them are fucking hot. Yeah. I'm going to have a physical <laughs> attraction as well. But apparently that's not good enough because, you know, some of these people are still not attracted to people, even though they're all fucking attractive. I know. They're all so. But, but it takes more than obviously being attractive. But they had that emotional connection in the pods. Oh my god! So they should be over that, you know. <laughs> and they're always like, "Oh, ugh. it's the disconnect between the emotional person and then yeah. bringing it to the person that's in real life." I just, I just can't bring the two together. <laughs> well, I mean, it- <laughs> I'm like, oh I think my part, god. I, I think that actually does make sense, though, because like, imagine if like you were simply talking to someone, like you only hear someone's voice, mm. and then like you know, and then you, you're. It's also easy to like maybe like be vulnerable when you're in that situation. Yeah. So I think that's what they mean by like, oh my god, we have this emotional connection in the pods. Mm. It's like. You know, it's easier to talk about these things when, first of all, you've had a a few two glasses of wine, too Mm -hmm. many glasses of wine. And second of all, you've just been sat there talking and that's your only job. Yeah. So it's like, of course, you're going to be fucking vulnerable and stuff. And you don't see the other person's face. You know, you don't see other people's like, you know, facial expressions. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know. And then you get back to real life and then now you have to deal with like all the little, you know, intricacies of actually seeing the person in the fucking real world. This is true. And they're still not in the real world. Yeah. You're still in the part where they're in the beach. Yep. (laughs) Wait till they get to the real world and have to face the families. Oh my God. (laughs) And deal with the intricacies of that laugh. There's been some divorces from the previous uh, seasons. Really? You know, yeah. Um, what are, let me, let me pull up the divorces. Yeah. Pull it up. Cause I'm, I'm actually curious you to know. You haven't heard. Nope. So let's see. 
Can you, do you have guesses? I don't even remember married? their names. What about the guy? What about that guy with the the girl with the crazy eyes? Did they crazy get divorced? Eyes. Oh, I think they might have. Hold yeah. on, let me see. Because that wouldn't surprise you me at all. You mean like the girl with the like she had also issues like mental issues? Yeah, she was very annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she was just okay, like so. She had a lot first going couple. On. The two announced their split on social media. Jared and Ayana, remember? Yeah, that one doesn't surprise me. <laughs> yeah. He liked to party and go clubbing and she was not into it. Yeah, she just wanted to stay home. Yeah, yeah. Danielle and Nick Thompson. Not a surprise, guys. Filed for divorce in 2021, actually. Yeah. Um, After one year of happy marriage. <clears throat> but like, honestly, that... Was like, it one year? Danielle and what was his name? Nick? Was it Nick? Yeah. Honestly, guys, if you remember season two, literally, like the entire show, I didn't even think they were going to say yes because they literally fought... I know. The most I've ever... Like, every moment was like... And, 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 and Danielle would like often do things where it was like this weird twist where like, I remember one time, like they went to go see her family or something and then something really serious happened to like something, one of Nick's friends or whatever. And he was like, happened to be talking about it. And she was like, you were taking away from that moment. That moment was supposed to be about you meeting my family and you took away from it. And he's like, are we seriously fighting about this? (laughs) And she would like go wild. I was like, and also rumor has it that he might be, you know, he might he play be, for the other team. He might be a little bit like me. Is that what <laughs> you were going to say, Rose? He might be a little bit fruity. <gasps> Dang. <laughs> Come on. Do not tell me you didn't get those vibes. Well, you know, this fruit is worth the squeeze. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. guys. Um, yeah, mm. so there's been... A, the so far, it's Who else two. got divorced? I guess that's two. it. But I mean, okay. there's only been... This is the third season. So yeah. there's been two seasons before. And I think each each season, there's been like maybe two couples that got married. Yeah. I swear this is all planned. Oh, yeah. It just doesn't fucking make sense. And also, like, I also wonder, like, I kind of, like, I wish I could go on this show just to see the fucking behind the scenes. You know what I mean? Apply, Rose. God damn. There's no Love is Blind Canada. Yeah, but you can apply to the US one. And I got to live in Texas. Can we also talk about, like, I don't know if you got to the parts where this is because maybe it's because it's in Texas. Yeah. Or maybe it's just this fucking show. Yeah. But it's like they keep going on and on about like, oh, like oh, I guess you haven't got to this part because yeah. they haven't met the parents and stuff. Yeah. But it's always like, oh, I just want to make sure that like so and so that you can take care of my like so and so. Like make sure you can take care of her. Like are you financially stable enough to take care of her? I'm like, bitch, she's been taking care of herself. Yeah. Like I'm so tired of this like narrative. Like, oh my God, are you sure you're like financially like good enough to take care? And I'm also like, guys, we're in the 21st century. Like, yeah. That whole concept of like, we don't want to go back to that place because do you guys want to go back to where men were the financial yes. breadwinners and just owned women? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they had like, you Apparently, know what I mean? And I'm like, I find it, I found like, it so, they keep bringing it up. You're an independent woman. Like support yourself as well. I know, but they like make it such a big fucking deal. Oh my God. I know. So and I'm like, bitch, what have you, what have you been doing? Like, has your, has daddy been paying for your shit the entire time? Maybe. But like, oh, you have to be financially stable to take care of her. It's like, does she not have a job? Apparently they all have jobs. That's the exactly. thing. Like, I feel like they all have like decent jobs. Uh, anyway, it's very annoying. Yeah. <laughs> we'll go into that but there's a lot detail. of drama, guys. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm sure. I'm like ready for the drama. Oh my God. Like, I feel like so far it hasn't been that much drama. Oh, like there's so much. And even like after the show, there's been drama. Oh, so. and then in the reunion, I'm guessing it was. Yes. Heated. Oh my God. I can't wait for you to watch it all. <gasps> there's some twists and turns. Let's just say. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, like one of the people, like I won't give too much away. Yeah. I haven't but seen you know, Bartiz. <laughs> yeah. Um, so initially when I had first, it's so funny because you know what? Love is fucking blind because let me just tell you initially when I saw Cole, I thought he was really cute. He started opening his mouth and I was like, how the fuck does anyone find this attractive? I know. Second art. I thought Bartiz was really cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was my favorite until he got out of the goddamn pods and started talking too much. Yeah. 
I thought like physically he was the most attractive. I'm like, I don't get this whole, like a lot of the guys on this show. Well, God, we're talking about this too much. Guys, yeah. we're going to stop. Okay. Next week, next week, guys, make sure if you haven't watched it, watch mm-hmm. love is blind season two. You guys, you have a week. Season okay. Three. Season three. Yeah. You have a week to watch it. Finish the fucking, uh, the reunion as well. Yep. Cause we're going to spill all the tea next week. We're going to talk about it. There's gonna be no spoilers. Cause you'll have all watched it. Exactly. And, um, yes, I apologize in advance for the wasted time. And that's all. What wasted time? <laughs> oh, for the show. Yeah, for, yeah. For watching the Fair show. Fair enough. Because there's there's literally, I was like, because I was thinking I was getting quite far because I was like, oh, I'm, I'm quite far. I know, they really and milk then, it. Oh my God. And then I looked and I was like, I'm not even halfway. And I'm like, literally, there are so many episodes. There's 13, I think in total, or 12. <laughs> and each episode's an hour long. I know, it's super long. I would recommend during like the wedding parts, yeah. just like skip through until they say, you know, they're on I the do fucking- or I do Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Because like, it's all very fluffy, whatever. Mm-hmm. You don't need to watch it. So you know how you were just saying about the divorces? That means that, do you remember that couple? Um, oh, what were they? What was their Which names? couple? So Lauren and, and um, from the very first season, they must still be together then. Like the, the, the like the very whatever. attractive one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think they're still together. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Because then I think, again, from each season, there must have been, um, oh, that means the both of the successes on Love is Blind season two have, um, have so, failed. So Barnett... And yeah, that, I think they're still together. I know they seem fucking weird. Shocking. I me. know, right? <laughs> anyway, but I I also wonder, like, are these real marriage licenses? Yeah, but that's the thing. That's like, where I'm that's like, that's the thing. That's what. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Why is it that each season? Oh, I don't want to give too much away. Each season, two people, two couples get married. There you go. Now you know. So I know. Now, now you know. Out of the five. Yeah. Two, Wait, are there five couples? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So there's I five. I think, I think in the first season, only two couples got married, right? Pretty sure, yeah. 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 There well, you go. Now you know. I gave something away. Yeah. I won't give away who, who gets married, though. roses. I mean, it's it's the thing is, it's hard to guess who gets married because they're also fucking dysfunctional. I know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but although I guessed all of them, okay? Proud of you. I'm proud of myself, too. Um, bef- I would like you to tell me your your guesses before you watch the the wedding parts. I will. So once I get to the weddings, I'll be like, these, these people are going to get married. Yes. These people are not and see if I'm correct. Exactly. I'm bad at guessing this stuff though. But oh, I thought I was bad, but I, I got it. Oh, God dang. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's always the least, the one you expect the least. That's who's going to get married. Not always, always, but yes. Yeah. Kind of. Um, but anyway, guys, um, <laughs> On that, well, no, not. What am I trying We're to say? We're not ending it yet, Danny. No, no, I know. God damn. That was a little preview of what's yes. going to come next week. We um, might have some wine because, you know, oh, we they will. were drunk the entire season, so we might as well as well. Exactly. Might as well. And you know what someone told me? I think we might have talked about this in another episode. You know, they all have those metal cups. Yes. Like, you know why they do that? Is it because they have to hide alcohol? No. It, get this. It's because of the editing. Because you know if they're glass, if it's like full of wine, <gasps> and then later all of a sudden it goes down here, you know what oh. I mean? Because they edit and edit and cut it all, right? So they can't they can't show how full your glass is because then you're gonna see the edits and cuts. Oh my god! That's what someone I like saw it on this like. See blog. guys, don't trust anything. Yeah, and that's what I was like. That makes so much sense. That's why they have these like. They had because, it at the fucking ultimatum as well. Mm-hmm. Because if they if they had their drinks like if you could see the actual yeah. beverage and we're just talking like even like we like sometimes we'll cut things in the yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. If you could see our drinks, then all of a sudden our drink is down here. Yeah. Then it's like okay. That means a lot of it has been edited. Exactly. That's the thing. You could you cannot trust the editing. No, no, it's all been contrived. Uh huh. Like the, it's a sh- it's a TV show. It's a TV show. Yeah. Exactly. They want you to see a certain thing. They want to make it entertaining. Mm-hmm. And these people want to get famous. Let's yeah. be fucking honest. This is true. This is uh-huh. true. And speaking of people <laughs> that want to get famous. Uh, that brings us to our first story, guys. Oh, God damn. And we are going to talk about... TikTok? TikTok. Of course. Okay. Oh, my gosh. 
what the fuck is this story? So basically, this TikToker, I, I don't know who this TikToker is. Mm-hmm. Who is this? I don't know. Quest? I don't know either. Anyway, this TikToker sparks debate. And honestly, this is, I actually started following this, um, uh, this Instagram channel or Instagram thing that's called Influencers in the Wild. <laughs> I don't yeah, know if you've like, ever seen it. Yes, it's very famous. Oh my God. So <laughs> ridiculous. This is like another example. But anyway, so guys, the story is the TikToker sparks debate by walking his girlfriend on a leash and asking strangers to watch her. So you can see her in this picture. She's like in a very... Um, like BDSM. BDSM, like a leather kind of skirt and thing. Yeah. And then she has like a Like chain. a choker. Yeah. And then chain you- sort of situation. Mm. And so this person faced some backlash after a viral stunt. Yeah. And um, in which he asked strangers to watch his least girlfriend while he went into a store as if she's like, I, I, I mean, it's supposed to be some kind of stupid prank. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's just like, I don't know. I, I Again, it's like, what is like, what is the point? What's the point of this? Like, this is so th- this, <laughs> this type of content to me is just like so useless. It's just like to get reactions. Yeah. Right. Because like they want they want to like people love this type of weird like public prank sort of content. Mm-hmm. It was very popular in, on like YouTube for a long time. Like, oh, yeah. Back in the day. Um, and then it kind of became less popular. I think mm-hmm. it's because like a lot of people were faking the pranks and and a lot of people got hurt and then yeah. they were doing stupid shit. Like, actually, we talked about a story. Right. Uh, I think it was last year or maybe the year before because we did this podcast for a long time. Oh, God damn. Time. Um, and there was some guys that like were going to do like a, a fake um mugging or something right and the guy that they were like jumping they were gonna scare him or something had a knife and like killed one of them oh did they die i can't remember the or story. like or like maybe they didn't die but they got stabbed basically oh my god and i'm like guys like you don't <clears throat> run around doing this shit like it's just it's so stupid and this is like another example it's like yeah you know going out in these public places with your girlfriend on a freaking leash oh my god somebody's filming it so they have like a whole little crew and everything and i'm just like what is this yeah you know, what is our, what is our society come to that? This is like a big, this thing. is the content that we have, to, we are consuming. I know. Like our brain is rotten. Like it's bad. It's bad. It says eventually after one man agreed to watch her and held onto the leash, the girl revealed that her master doesn't let her speak. So they're, they're literally showing like BDSM sort of, yeah. or they're trying to like, you know, show BDSM, you know, culture, I guess. Yeah. I mean, yes, it's just cringy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Guess a lot of people voice their displeasure they called it cringe some found it disturbing <laughs> what would you do rose if you walked into market mall and somebody was on there in a leash and they were like can you can you watch my uh watch i my would girlfriend? ignore and keep walking <laughs> me too i'd just be like mm, no <laughs> i'd be like okay you can keep that in the bedroom my dear yeah bye-bye like there's a time and a place you know maybe sometimes i like to be collared you know Next story. <laughs> I'm just kidding, guys. <laughs> Next story. Okay, should we talk about the... Okay, so there's drama, guys. Now, I'm not going to do a very good job at explaining this, so we'll try to read this article. Mm-hmm. But I've been kind of like watching videos about this, and it always comes down to crypto scams, it uh, seems. Okay? The, yes. The, the irony about the, the crypto scams, though, is like the whole concept of crypto... Is that like it's decentralized? Exactly. So that so that this shit mm-hmm. doesn't happen, right? Because the whole, the whole idea... But that's dumb, though, isn't it? Yeah. Because the, the whole point, like not that we trust banks completely. Yeah. But like, how do we expect... Like, I know that the whole point is that like the people control it or whatever. Yeah. But it's like, 
you know, there needs to be regulation. And oversight, I feel right? like. Right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't understand. Anyway, so lately, guys, I don't know what the fuck is going on mm-hmm. because I've never invested in crypto. And at this point, I'm probably never going to invest in yeah, crypto. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, we're not giving investment because advice. Because people <laughs> are very much losing a lot of money. Mm-hmm. People have lost a lot of money. Even like last year, I, I don't know, like a few months ago, we saw a documentary about people that lost like their life savings on like their crypto whatever. Okay, Mm -hmm. so apparently it's very easy to scam people in this goddamn marketplace. So right now, the biggest scandal is this like FTX. Okay, something called FTX. Okay. Oh, my gosh. My dogs are outside. They're just (laughs) they miss me. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so it says here, guys, that um, November 2022 is a month that investors, particularly in cryptocurrencies, will never forget. And the the worst (sighs) may yet be yet to come so over the past two weeks the digital asset industry has watched in horror as ftx the multi-billion dollar crypto exchange created by one of its biggest and brightest stars sam bankman fried imploded hold on who is outside one second (laughs) okay guys my dog natty has joined the uh the podcast She, uh, oh gosh, okay. I'm watching her at the moment and I brought her to my place. Here, you want to sit here? Sit here. Okay. She, she's a little bigger than booty. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Sit. Good Aww. girl. Good girl. Okay. Anyway, um, okay, so the fit. <laughs> Look at her, guys. If you're watching in the video, give she us a little like. She's so cute. Um, so the failure of FTX shook the foundations of the entire ecosystem. Token prices tumbled across the board as investors rushed to exit risky positions. Mm-hmm. Okay. In the panic, depositors scrambled to pull their money out of various crypto platforms, mm-hmm. forcing lenders to halt withdrawals. Yeah. What one industry watcher described a going on death watch. One thing to remember too, guys, this is like a really, really bad <clears throat> situation to get in because at the end of the day whenever you have like a a a stock or whatever it might be if the price starts going down and people start panicking and then they start selling off their positions yeah you enter into this situation because i mean obviously we talk about the stock market a lot and the bullshits about it and all this stuff but there is some element of supply and demand yeah and what happens is if everybody is all of a sudden like oh my god the price is going down i need to sell now yeah like let's say me and rose we jump in there we're selling other people are selling all of a sudden you're in this situation where there's a lot of supply and not as much demand to buy the stock. Yeah. And the price just, it will, it, it literally gets more and more Does aggressive. Does it work like a stock? Like, I don't even understand what crypto is. Well, it's kind of like a stock. Like, I mean, you can buy crypto, like. I know. Currency. And then it, it gets, it, the value changes, right? Right. It goes up, it goes down, Scroll it goes down sideways. So quick recap. Okay, guys, let me again, try to explain this because again, I've been watching videos about this but i don't fully understand because obviously i don't understand crypto mm-hmm. so on november so apparently this was like a huge exchange okay we got like big big people yeah. like in, you know uh promoting this there was a tons of like finance youtubers yeah. that were promoting this you know what though uh-huh. I, don't, I don't trust these fucking exchanges because this is what i'm saying there's this one ftx right we're talking yeah. about the exchange which i'm a, a, like and then we, there was another one that they did the netflix documentary on yes that was a Canadian company that was like one of the biggest. This was back in like 2013 or something. Yeah. Really like revolutionized being able to trade crypto on a platform. Yeah. And that exchange, I can't remember what it was called. It imploded as well. Yeah. And I'm and like. people lost their life savings. Exactly. It's like, what the fuck? So anyway, sorry. Continue, Rose. Um, so November, on November 2nd, an article from the crypto trade publication um, cited a leaked financial document that raised questions about the relationship between FTX and Bankman-Fried. 
Bateman Freed is the guy that's like the, yeah. the, the CEO or whatever. Yeah. Trading house. On paper, they were two separate companies that happened to be owned by the same man. Mm-hmm. But the Coindesk article said that Alameda, um, which that's I guess is, company. yes. Yep. So Alameda rests on a foundation largely made up of a coin that a sister company invented. Oh. And then I heard that it's just basically, oh my gosh, what is happening? She's exploring. Okay. okay. And so what I heard was, again, I don't know. So mm-hmm. like this guy and this like group of people, they were just kind of like, I think they were just like dicking around to be honest with you. Yeah. That's what, th- honestly, <laughs> this is the, what happens though. The, I mean, uh, look the, at crypto bros. I know. The other the other crypto, not to compare this exactly the same, but that other one, because I watched the documentary just like a little while ago. Well, not a little while ago, but one of the things that was happening is this guy that was like doing this um, crypto is he was like selling Somehow this platform was like selling crypto that didn't exist. Yes. I think that's what they all fucking do. Yeah. And it's like, and this is the fucked up thing to me because like, honestly, I don't know. Oh, sorry. I keep interrupting you. Yeah, Rose. No, it's fine. Keep but going. like the thing that gets me about this, this currency exchange or this uh, crypto exchange and the other one is like part of the premise again of crypto is that it's, it's transparent. It's really easy to see who owns what and whatever. So I'm like, how are all of these these exchanges like selling fake crypto and doing all this like random shit because it's decentralized. I don't fucking know. (laughs) So it says basically like, so basically this kind of like article came out and they were Mm kind of like, okay, this is kind of fucked up. And then a few days later, head of FTX's biggest rival Binance said the company would liquidate eight, no $580 million worth of FTT. The FTX's this, they're speaking this fucking foreign ass language, by the way. FTX is in-house token. So basically what they were saying is um, the the biggest rival by Binance, yeah. right? Was like, okay, your company fucking, it's you know, FTX, y'all, y'all don't have enough money to like, you know, pay back all the investors or whatever. So we're getting so out. We're, no, they were buying, they were going to like basically liquidate. I think they were going to like buy the fucking thing. Mm. And, and then they said that they had enough. Cause like, you know, like when, when, when they say like liquidate, that means like they actually have the cash to like pay whatever. No, but liquidate means they sell right? their assets. So what, what happened? So what does this mean? So this means, cause like, like they're liquidated. So like, for example, it says, okay, the head of FTX biggest rival Binance mm-hmm. said the company would liquidate, which means they sold off. $580 million worth of FTT, which FTT is a cryptocurrency. Of FTX. Of F- FTX. Yes. It's, so yes. FTT is the cr- cryptocurrency that FTX is in-house. It's in-house currency. Yes. And Binance was like, something shady is going on with this company. So we are holding some of its cryptocurrency. We're getting rid of right. it. Right. So they liquidated $580 million worth. But it says that set off a firestorm of drawdowns that FTX didn't have the cash exactly. to facilitate. So other people saw that this uh, company sold off right. their FTT. Right. And okay. if you owned FTT, for example, right. you might say, ooh, actually, I'm going to get rid of my FTT. Oh, and then I might say, shit, Rose got rid of her FTT. Binance right. said, I'm going to get rid of it. And that's what it says. Panic spread, tanking the value of FTT. But also other mainstream cryptos, yeah. including Bitcoin, Eurythrum, and Solana. Okay. You know what the crazy thing is, though? And I agree with you. I feel like... They use these terms. FTT, crypto, this, <laughs> blah, blah. It kind of reminds me, you know, like what... I don't know if you guys ever watched Shit's Creek, but whenever Moira talks about something, yeah. she'll take the simplest <laughs> sentence like, hey, should we go grab a coffee? She'll be like... Shall we meander down the street <laughs> for a caffeinated beverage? <laughs> like, it's like making something complicated that doesn't need yeah. to be, you know? Like, and I feel like that's what crypto is. Anyway, yeah. sorry, continue. It says FTX faced a massive liquidity crisis mm-hmm. and needed a bailout. And briefly, it seemed uh, it might. Oh, yeah. So this is what I meant. So mm. this is the part I saw. It yep. seemed it might be rescued by none other than Binance, its rival, whose drawdown escalated the crisis. Mm-hmm. So basically, I think at that point, after they like caused the crisis, so I, I think this. With, they were obviously they knew what they were doing yeah this is like their rival so they caused this crisis knowing mm. 
knowing mm-hmm. that like this company doesn't have enough money to liquidate $580 million. Exactly. So then they were like, they, this obviously set off a shit storm. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, actually, okay, we'll, we'll save the day. We'll mm-hmm. like buy out whatever. But then Anyways. they bailed. Binance then yeah. bailed on the rescue plan. Less a, day than a day after, after announcing after, it. Saying that they were beyond our control <laughs> or ability to help. And then on November 11th, just a few days later, FTX and Alameda filed for bankruptcy and Bankman Freed resigned as CEO of the exchange. I fucked up. He wrote in a lengthy Twitter apology. Oh my God, keep going. What the actual fuck? So basically people have put in their like fucking... So first of all, lesson, we always talk about this lesson. Mm-hmm. Lesson number one, never put in more than you're willing to lose. To lose, Okay. Yeah. Never. Okay. And these companies, they will take full advantage of people that don't know what they're doing. Let's yes. be honest. But this is also why, like, and I'm kind of like, I, again, don't get me wrong. There's been a lot of people out there that have made a shit ton of money mm-hmm. of crypto. They got out at the right time. They're doing fucking amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I could have been that person, <laughs> but also I'm a more risk adverse. And yes. it's for this exact reason that I'm like, I'm glad like my investments are down, but they're not down that much. Oh my God. Like just imagine like losing it. Cause the thing is that yeah. they're like, where the fuck is the money? Exactly. And if something like, if, if it like crypto like that crypto one that was ta- the crypto exchange that they talked about on Netflix yeah like because of the business went under and this was also the bullshit the only person that had like the login to get into the like system right. was that guy that apparently died my god yeah and they were like oh, we're so sorry guys and like 280 million dollars of people's assets <laughs> just disappeared oh my god that's the thing and they it's couldn't like, trace it I'm like it's crypto you can fucking is- trace this shit <laughs> That's the whole point of crypto. That's the whole point. And like what kills me is that like this is my biggest fear is Mm -hmm. that like all our money is in this like digital fucking landscape landscape of God knows nowhere. Yeah. Okay. And then like we're supposed to just trust that we just like have like all our fucking important assets are in this digital no man's land. Yeah. And then we're supposed to trust that that's just like fine and dandy. But that's this is the this is the thing that gets me though about these stories. Though again, the point of crypto was because is to move away from this like digital, like not not move away from digital. It's still digital, mm-hmm. but like the fact that like you know, for example, all of our assets are like at a bank on a digital ledger, and if that bank ever crashed, like we would be fucked. But then yes. the crypto, it seems like. I don't even understand what's going on with crypto. It's obviously a lot more volatile than they want to make it seem like. Exactly. Like, and I, so I, I think like as much as people are like, there's very diehard crypto bros out there and crypto girls as well. (laughs) I was going to say something else, but I was like, crypto bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Rhymes with bros. No, crypto hoes. No, I was going to say you got the crypto bros and you got the crypto crypto hoes. And honestly, like, again, there's those diehards and they're like so adamant. Again, I think the concept is nice, but in practice, and this is like the truth with many things, the concept or the philosophy behind it is all like, you know, it's actually really nice and sounds amazing. And then in practice, it's fucking shit. (laughs) And that's my, uh, yeah, keep going, keep going. Um, Anyways, so apparently this has caused like obviously like a problem with the entire because this yeah. was like a huge one. Yeah. Okay. Like we had like, again, like celebrities promoting mm. this shit. Fucking, you know, very prominent people promoting. Yeah. This is another reason why I just you just cannot fucking trust anybody. Mm-hmm. Okay. All these people that are seemingly successful that act like they know what they're doing. You know, they promote this kind of shit. Everyone's an expert, right? Everyone's a fucking <laughs> expert. Apparently in the crypto world, they're all fucking experts. Yeah. And it's so funny. But anyway, uh, yeah, this is like, it's crazy because soon after FTX went down, <laughs> crypto firms were inundated with requests for customers seeking to claw their money back, which makes sense. Because yeah. like, honestly, if I was invested in crypto and one of the largest crypto exchanges yeah. went bankrupt and filed for like all this stuff, I would be like, uh-huh. I'm getting the fuck out of crypto. Yeah. Like, 
It would be bad. So several firms firms have been forced to suspend withdrawals while they sort out their liquidity problems. Um, and so that, you know what that means? That, that, that means would, they're also not liquid. And also that would cause more panic. Imagine you're like, oh, this company went out of business. I want to take my crypto out of here. And they're like, sorry, we're actually suspending withdrawals right now. Yeah. So you can't take your money out. Yeah. It's stuck. And then, and then you know what's so fucked up? Imagine they do this to you. So you had the opportunity to take your money out, but you couldn't. And then they go out of business and you lose your money. That's what, that's what they, ha- that's what happened. It's fucked up. I know. Like there should be almost like, it, it, I, I I get, okay, part of me like gets this, but then also part of me is like, they shouldn't be allowed to halt withdrawals of, for people. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but then they don't have money. This I know. is what I'm saying. But that then they everything's out in the. But this is, and this, this is the same issue kind of with banks as well. Because this banks. This is the exact issue. Yeah, banks um, lend out or they actually, um, they don't have. Like, for example, everybody's savings and stuff. The bank yeah, actually doesn't... Yeah, if we all were like, let's all take out our money, they, they wouldn't have, have enough. enough money. Exactly. So that's the issue is like, I feel like this shouldn't happen like i mean it's it's you shouldn't loan out or have be more overexposed than you than you can afford yeah like i, I don't understand it it's like it's actually somebody made a really good um um uh, what's it called point point no it wasn't even a point it was like and i don't know if this is going to be a trend guys i've got kind of going a little bit off topic but it's in relation to all of this i saw this post and it was somebody that said um cash is king they're going to start paying for everything with cash oh and the reason they said it is like for example let's say something costs 50 dollars. sure right you pay 50 dollars cash for it you give it to the the business yep and they get the 50 dollars yeah then if the business needs to get another something for 50 dollars they pay the 50 dollars sure and they said the difference is if you pay with your debit card the bank takes a cut because it charges the business, right? A little bit right. for using debit. Yes, yeah. So that 50 then becomes less. Yeah. And then the next time you use it in another business, it becomes less. So, and they, they showed it so many times that by the time it gets to a certain point, it's like $5 and the rest of the 45 went to the bank in fees. Right. That's so true. Because if you think about it, that's every it. time once once you put the money into the bank, you're right. Like every single transaction is a fee. Yeah. And then every single thing like, yeah, oh my God. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. I was like, Oh, that is actually really weird because you're right. Like at least with cash, like if I gave you $20, yeah. then like you I get, have $20, you get $20. Yeah. But if I, and, and this is the true too, if I e-transfer you, well, yeah. I don't, I don't always get charged for it. But if you did, like, let's say the e-transfer costs a dollar. Yeah. You have $19. Yeah. And then if you e-transfer to someone else, they get 18 yeah. and that right away, that 20 all of a sudden becomes mm-hmm. less. But then they say if it's like, oh, like inflation. So if you hold mm. cash, then it's like, oh, my God, it's not valuable. Exactly. Even though we're fucking all losing money because investments suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, it's wild. Anyway, this, this whole story, guys, like, again, yeah. um, I don't know. Maybe some of you are smarter than I am. I like I read about it. I, I was listening to people talk about it. Some of it, it seemed to make sense. And then yeah. some of it, I was like, I don't fucking understand this. But basically, it sounds like a bunch of like college kids that just decided to start a company. Um, and apparently like one of the, like the highest people up here, like I heard her like doing like, a, I think like they dated or something like it's all yeah. very incestuous. Like they all went to school together Yeah. and, and she was like in an interview being like, yeah, I barely have to use math. Like, you know, just saying dumb shit. Yeah. It's so bad. And I'm like, why are people giving you their life savings? Like, I don't understand this. It's crazy. Like it's, oh my God, there's just so much scandal here. It was saying the pain isn't, def- um, confined to crypto. Obviously not because there's going to be firms, investments, other people that are inv- invested in crypto. Right. It said venture capital firm marked down its $210 or $210 million investment in FTX to zero. So they invested $210 million into that business. And they got zero back. And they're like, yep, we're gonna have to write that off as zero now. There goes, there goes, wipes out $210 million fucking dollars. Okay. What the, where is it? Gone. That's the thing. Where is it? Gone. (laughs) 
Where is it? It's in the crypto ether, you know, and you like, can't track it. I don't understand. It. Like, where does it go? Did you spend it? There's no way you spent $210 million. Like, I don't. That's the thing. They have it hidden. Because, like, okay, so this is one thing I remember. Because, like, mm-hmm. they, like, moved the company to, like, fucking, like, you know, those safe haven places. Like Bermuda or something. Or, like, yeah, it was, like, yeah. I don't know, one of those goddamn fucking places, okay? Mm-hmm. So they moved into some, and you fucking know. When it comes, guys. This is red flag number one. When a company moves to one of those fucking safe havens, yep. tax haven places, or like, you know, where laws are not as strict or whatever, you know they're fucking laundering that goddamn money. Oh, yeah. Okay? Because where the fuck is the money? This is not like... People have been giving you millions and millions and millions, billions of dollars. Mm-hmm. How can it be gone? That makes no fucking sense. You just have it hidden, bitch. Yeah, it's it's... It starts to get really fucking wild and crazy. It is fucking crazy. Where is the money? Fucking Bankman Free? Tell me. I know. Like, where where has it gone? Yeah. Like, it does it say anything? Like, what the fuck, dude? But then also you could argue, like, some of it, like, because the money is, like, moving around and stuff. Like, for <laughs> example, some people have made a shit ton of money that got out of crypto. So some of it, they made profit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. it's like, so for example, like, if I bought crypto right now, like if I just buy a few shares, I'm probably just buying it off someone else, right? So they're oh making that I money. Don't, I don't fucking understand. It, it gets guys. it gets really fucked up, guys. Anyway. I I mean, again, can we go back to the times when we can again just give you a twenty dollar bill, mm-hmm. okay? And then we just you know exchange the twenty dollar bill for some goods and services, mm-hmm. and then it just keeps going from there. Well, I think what's happening is like honestly, we're trying to like overcomplicate the finance system. It's so overcomplicated. It's, it's already overcomplicated. Like and and the crisis that we had with the whole housing market and everything, and with the the yes. like credit swaps and all this stuff. I'm like, what the fuck are we? That's doing? That's why it like, fucking crashed because nobody understood it. Even exactly. The people that worked in those industries didn't even fucking understand it. They were just like, it's making us a shit ton of money, so we're gonna yeah. keep doing it. And we're like, like, remember that movie, The Big Short or whatever? Yeah. There was there's like a scene where like someone's like explaining all of this. Yeah. And then they're like. No, like it's literally in like a foreign language. Like yeah. it's English, but it's a foreign language. It's like wild. It gets so yeah. complicated. And I'm just like, what? And it's like to them, it's like as long as I make the money, I don't give mm-hmm. a fuck. It's wild. It makes no sense. Yeah, it's like it makes no sense. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> and all these people that are working in these fucking finance jobs, right? Like if you think about it, this job is literally like it's literally just moving around money. Mm-hmm. That's their fucking job. Well, it's not like you're like a mechanic where you're like fixing something. Yeah. You're literally just sat there fucking moving shit around. And making, and making shit tons a of money. shit ton of money. Yeah. Which is all just sat in some fucking digital space. Mm-hmm. So it's really just not even real. It's not. Like how often have you like taken out the cash? Exactly. It's all just like in a fucking digital space. Exactly. It's a number on a goddamn screen. Even think about, well, I guess a mortgage is a little bit different because we own our like our house. Yes. But like even that amount, like it's, it's yeah. like. It's an, unfathomable. Exactly. It's like, okay, it's, 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 I've borrowed this money and it's just kind of like in the ether and I never saw any of the cash. I never saw any of it, but I have a house now and then I don't, and I don't. And now we owe a million dollars. Exactly. And also like our cash that comes into my account from my job, I never see any cash. It's just a digital on my thing. And then my mortgage payment goes out as a digital payment to there. And I'm like, no cash is actually. Being actually exchanged ever. It's fucking weird. Uh Uh-huh. But then as soon as that bank, bank number goes to zero, you're fucked. Can't do anything. Mm Mm-mm. We're all fucking slaves to the number on the screen. Goddamn, roses be dark as hell. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Oh, goddamn. Pardon me. <laughs> Next story. Goddamn. I don't know if this one's kind of dark. I mean, you know, 
as much as I, we always talk about very bright and happy that's, that's news true. stories on this podcast. Um, so we're talking about Alabama. Mm-hmm. So apparently they have, um, they're one of the states because the states has different rules, right? Each state. And some states have, um, what is the term for it? Is it called? Um, Death penalty? Is, it, is, there like, is it called capital punishment? Yes, capital, yeah, capital punishment. punishment. So some of them will have like that it's passed and, and people, you know, they execute people. Yes. So I guess what has happened in the state of Alabama is, you know, they've had a, one of the ways that they do this is through lethal injection. Yes. I think that's the most common way now. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Cause they I think don't that, do hanging anymore. And I yeah. think they used to do like the electric chair and they don't do that anymore. No. Oh, oh God. Oh God. Anyway, um, oh, oh, so um, after, so apparently they're pausing executions after a third failed lethal injection mm-hmm. as in they don't die. Well, yeah, as in, or they'll get the person ready for the procedure and then some shit happens and, you know, uh, scroll, God damn, some shit happens and then they, they, they end up not being able to, to kill them basically. God damn. Yeah. So basically, um, blah, 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 what do you blah, think blah. of the, what do you think of the death penalty? Do you think it should be legal? I don't, uh, I, I, I feel like this is, people are very torn with this. I'm, I, I don't think I'm so much torn. I think like I think the hard thing is with the death penalty is like we've seen this time and time again and we've heard so many, so many stories where people are wrongfully convicted and everything else. And imagine if you did put them to death, you know what I mean? Like, which has happened multiple times. Exactly. And I'm like, Oh God, like that you can't come back from that. Um, but also I do think like, I I don't think that that's a deterrent for people to commit crimes. It's not. So I I think honestly, like I, I honestly like, my personal belief, I took this course in, in, in school, like in uni, um, called criminology. And it talked a lot about like trying to rehabilitate yeah, and how like a lot of the people that experience, like, you know, do these things. A lot of them have like mental health issues and yeah. all sorts of things. And, and actually, you know, we're thinking of extreme, like, you know, whenever you think of the death penalty, you're like, Oh, serial killers and all this stuff. But you know, the reality is a lot of the people in the correctional facility or in, in, in prisons, death row. And in death, well, and I don't know about death row per se, okay. but a lot of them are just like, you know, a marginalized group. You know what I mean? Like, right. But we're talking about death row. Yeah. yeah death row specifically. But, but even e- then, even in death right. row, it's exactly. a marginalized group. Like I, I, I can't remember what the stat was like, it's, I'm probably going to say it wrong now, but I remember like, it was like in Canada, it was, it was like, I think it was like 50 or 60% of the people within the prison systems are were, people of color. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's not surprising. Or more, I think even more than that. And it was like, you know, it, it definitely like this marginalized group. And a lot of it, like this, you know, there's a lot of mental health problems, yeah. a lot of things like this. So I don't necessarily think that the death penalty, because I'm like, what does it achieve? That's the thing. It doesn't achieve anything. First of all, I'm like very against death penalty just overall as a concept. Yeah. Of course, when I hear this is the thing, we it's very emotionally driven. Yeah. Because I feel like we hear about these stories where, you know, somebody does something really heinous. Right. And I think like it's our human instinct to be like that person deserves, deserves punishment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's almost like this legal system that has been emotionally driven by our own like emotional desire for revenge. Yeah. So it's, you know, so it's, it's kind of fucked up. And at the end of the day, it really doesn't achieve anything. Mm -hmm. It doesn't give any, not that, I don't know. First of all, no, no country that has still the death penalty has like super low crime. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like if you look at countries, exactly. If you look at countries that still have death penalty, they have major issues still. Like they have a huge, uh, high recid, what was it called? Recidivism rate where people still return to prison. Mm -hmm. Um, 
people still commit these crimes. There's, you know, there's so much data to back this up. Yeah. So you're right. It's never going to be a deterrent. It never has been a de- deterrent. And I think honestly, like, again, when we think about like, what does it achieve? Like, I, I think about like the like victims' families and stuff. And like, honestly, at the end of the day, I'm, I, I'm not going to like downplay like how horrendous it is to go through something like, yeah. you know, a loved one's killed of or course. whatever. But like you killing the person that killed them, honestly, it's not like, going to achieve anything. Exactly. You're not going to bring that person back either. And I, and honestly, I, I would, I would go as far to say, and I obviously haven't interviewed the families that have been on, you know, witnessed their yeah. killer. Well, get, some people would, would want. Yeah. Some people yeah. probably would, but I feel like majority of people actually would be more disturbed seeing it themselves and it doesn't That's bring them thing. any sense of closure or anything. Exactly. I the, think it's, it, it adds, I think it's like, Having a death penalty is a symptom of a of a country or a system that doesn't focus on bettering the society, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. Because if you are trying to better the people in a society and if you actually care about, you know, creating a very safe world, mm-hmm. you wouldn't even think about like the revenge aspect. You know yeah. what I mean? You would be thinking about, okay, how do we like have less criminals? Exactly. How do we prevent this going forward? Exactly. And they like, again, death... I know it seems like it would deter, but it doesn't. Yeah. We, we've seen that it doesn't. And also, it costs a lot of fucking money. Exactly. It's very expensive to do to have death row. And well, also, these people, they don't die for years anyways. Exactly. They're, they're on death row for a very long time. And then also, like, and talking about the deterrent thing, like, when you see, like, documentaries on, like, serial killers yeah. and, and things like this, like, the people that are committing the crimes that would end up, that would cause them to be on death row, like, I would argue that, like, 95% of them, like, death row is not... A deterrent or being killed because they actually they do have like a, a, a yes. something mentally like unstable in their mind and that's why they're committing these crimes they actually it gives them this like ultimate satisfaction and like they they don't care about the consequences you know what I mean they're exactly. like whatever I want to do this I get off on exactly. this I whatever you know and like, I think it adds unnecessary like again hate to war in a society like to the people of that society to always to have like death row as like an option. Like, Mm. I don't know if that makes sense. It's almost like, it's like kill that. Again, having revenge again, I know that it's, it's easier said than done to say this, obviously. Like, you know, if, if I had a loved one, you know, go through something horrendous, like I probably would also feel that. But I think overall as like a system, it doesn't make sense to go with those emotions Mm -hmm. individually. And I think that if we have a society where we allow this type of thing to happen, it feeds into that anger aspect rather than like, you know, thinking about how can we work collectively as a society to get rid of this type of behavior? Mm. Because again, like, I don't believe maybe there are maybe one or two people that are actually just evil. I don't know. Yeah. But overall, if we, if we look at any, you know, patterns of behavior among like serial killers, there are patterns in their, you know, in their history. Yeah. You know, they either have a head injury or they were abused as a child severely. Mm-hmm. So, you know, these things don't happen by accident. And then if you exactly. add death penalty to the mix, it's like, it creates this like just hatred and you know just but and, and again know. to your point like it's not a, it, it doesn't it really literally just it achieves nothing anything. exactly it's not causing it's not um addressing the root of the problem yeah because like if we as a society are like hey we want to have less serial killers we want to have less people you know then you need to start looking at okay how do we support yeah. or how do we deal with these you know or you know, have a better system in place to support, you know, children that are abused and yeah, all of exactly. this kind of stuff, you know, that's where we need to be focusing because you're right. Honestly, guys, like from every documentary or yeah. everything I've seen about any kind of killer and I've watched a lot. <laughs> Me too. Okay, I watched a fucking shitload. Yeah. I think every single one of them, there is something that happened in their life yep. that caused the situation. Or, I mean, you couldn't say that they caused it like yeah. directly, well, not, but it, like, there's something that happened. Contributed. 
potentially. Yes, that probably did contribute exactly. because, and and it's almost like to the point where you hear a story where they didn't have a traumatic childhood mm. and it's shocking. Exactly. Right. Cause it's where you're like, like, Oh my God, how like, did that happen? Exactly. And then usually if that didn't happen, they had a head injury. Yeah. So there's some kind of thing anyway. That, that was a tangent. That was a tangent. So it is still legal in certain states of um, the United States. And again, even if we just look at the United States alone, I'm sure we could just compare crime rates or whatever to the to the states that have death penalty and the ones that they don't. And I guarantee you that it doesn't make a difference, yeah. if anything. Yeah. So, okay, let's talk about Alabama. Well, well the, the interesting thing is, so you we, we kind of, we didn't go into detail, but basically right. around why some of these executions were failing. Okay. So like, I guess with one of them, Oh yeah, here we go. So one of them, they had to halt um, an execution that was in progress because they couldn't properly find the guy's vein to like do the intravenous. Yeah, it was like not great. There was another one where they said again similar kind of issue where they like were attempting to like get this set up and at at one point, God, yeah, they were like, this is another thing, right? mm -hmm. It's like again, it achieves nothing exactly, and you have these people working. Like imagine working doing this. I know that causes more problems. Like. I'm sorry, but if you work on death row, Mm. imagine working on death row. Imagine being the person fucking doing that lethal injection. Like here's this one. This one they said, um, they said in a court filing that prison staff poked him with with needles for more than an hour and at one point left him hanging vertically on a gurney before they announced that they were stopping the procedure. Because they're having problems finding veins and shit. I don't know. Again, why are we doing this? It's It's like a fucking... It seems like uh medieval times yeah you know what i mean like it just seems i don't know like anyway it's disturbing it is anyway guys what do you guys think let us know i'm sure this will be very divided i think death penalty um is a very very controversial topic it is yeah those are my thoughts on it i think overall I, i i can understand the sentiment i do for sure um i think if you're a victim or a victim's family like i I can understand but i think overall as a system it doesn't make sense and it doesn't work it doesn't work i think it creates more problems it creates psychological issues among the people that work on fucking death row yeah and it just doesn't do anything overall um other than maybe you know again i don't know anyway yeah moving on but yeah let us know your your uh, thoughts down below i'm sure they'll be divided yeah but we'll see yeah we'll see next so this article i wanted to talk about it because i'm like this is something <laughs> we always talk about this we literally always talk about it and i'm like this is like the perfect because i think we, yeah. we li- on the last episode every I was episode like, we talk about I was like, this. what the fuck and so what we're talking about guys so joe biden he's turning 80 okay yep and he's joining the growing ranks of, and I didn't even know this was a octogenarians? word. Octogenarians? That means like people in their 80s, right? Yeah, I guess. Because octo is like eight. Yeah. So octogenarians who are still working. Um, it is shocking. Yeah. Okay. Like, I, I just, I, 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 I'm, <laughs> I'm like, again, I think there's, I think there's, a, there's interesting elements to it because I think part of the thing is, and I can see why on one hand, I'm like, I think a lot of people, their their feeling of value and being in a society is is a lot of it has to do with their job. And that is so, a problem, but yes, it exactly. is true. So what they feel is they're like, actually, okay, like if I leave my job, I'm going to lose my sense of self. Yes. So I need to Because stay. you identify. Exactly. Which is so fucked up, right? It's like when we introduce ourselves, we introduce ourselves by the job that we do, which is so strange. Mm. Um, but that's the kind of the society that we've created. Yeah. So of course we identify with our job and our career, yeah. especially for men. I think it's like a sense of pride. Yeah. And if you've been a workaholic, you probably have no life outside of your work. Exactly. So it's like, if you retire, you'll be like, what, what the do fuck I am do? I doing? But this is the thing where I'm like, cause like I, like 
all of my grandparents, like when they retire, yeah. it's like the thing is, is I, and I think this is an important element. It's like you retire and then you don't necessarily have to work, but like a lot of them did like volunteer work yes. and like, you know, I know that my, my granddad, um, he was like on this like, um, finance committee for God like damn. the, the, the trust in your sure all, like all random shit right like but it wasn't an actual job it wasn't something where it's like he has to be there monday to friday yeah. you know and i'm sure I, I i probably these people that are getting into their 70s they're probably like reduced hours and stuff yeah but well still, not joe biden i know he's fucking president man it's just like like there needs to be i'm sorry i will maintain there needs to be a maximum age for presidency mm, I agree. okay dude is 80 He's running the United States of America. Mm-hmm. Well, this, this, the, apparently they were interviewing this guy on this for this. Uh huh. Uh huh. And he decided. He looked in the mirror. He was seventy-eight years old. He decided it was time to retire. At seventy-eight, he decided it was time to retire. Yep. So he ran his own accounting company and was glad to be free of the deadlines, payroll, and hiring. He learned. Oh, this is interesting, Rose. He learned to make sourdough bread and kimchi. <laughs> nice. Wonder if he used your recipe. <laughs> And began teaching himself the clarinet. But apparently his retirement lasted less than a year because he missed the engagement. Right. And I, I, I mean... Okay, so I, I think, again, a part of me understands mm-hmm. because I think, again, if your job, if you're like, again, if, you ha- if you're a business owner as well, you're yeah. probably like living, like you're, you're living to work. Yeah. Um, You're not just working to live. You're living to work. Yeah. So you probably again you probably don't have much of a life or even a social life especially with men again this is an issue with men yeah big issue with men where they don't really have with straight men i should say (laughs) they don't really have much like a lot of men are lonely because of this reason like they don't cultivate um friendships in the same way that women might do and so i think it gets worse when we get older just overall it's harder to maintain friendships yeah so our colleagues become our friends sometimes Mm -hmm. and it's our social, it's our way to interact socially. So that's why it's so important for us to like keep trying to interact with people outside of the workplace. Exactly. Because it's like, come on. Mm -hmm. Like anyway, so he basically went back to work at the age of what? 79. Yeah. And (laughs) no, now he's, on uh, the, the cusp, cusp of, of 80. 80. So he's still 79. Yeah, he's yeah. just about to be 80. Back in the workforce fa- doing accounting for a concrete company. And I'm like, oh my God. And then <laughs> he just said, I think retirement is... And a lot of people, again, see this. I think retirement is voluntarily putting one foot in the grave or if you like ordering up the particle board box. I think and that's only if you see it that way. I know. And I think that that's something that's wrong with our society though. The fact that we, we, we need to work. feel yeah. that we have to work until we die. Like I'm like, yeah. honestly, and again, I think there's a difference between living to work and working to live. Like I'm very much like when I get to retirement age, if I have enough money in the bank, which hopefully I do, and yeah. like, you know, I can comfortably <gasps> retire. You can bet if, if that's at 55, yeah. I'm fucking retiring at 55. Uh-huh. Like I want to, I want to go for hikes. I want to go like enjoy life. I want to go on a, fucking road trip across Canada. You know, yeah. like I want to do, I want to be like one of those, what do they call them? Like, um, uh, there was a term of like those people that like old, older couples and whatever that buy like an RV. Yeah. And yeah, just, yeah, like, yeah. Like it's not snowbirds, but it's like, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. They like go traveling and stuff. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And like how amazing like, they're like empty nesters. Cause their kids have moved away. Exactly. They've all yeah. gone. And they're like, we're going to fucking buy an RV and we're going to go for four months all across Canada and the U yeah. S like how cool would that be? I know. But maybe, you know, some people, they don't like to travel. They don't like to do anything. Oh my god! So maybe maybe he's enjoying his accounting. Who knows, yeah. right? Okay, um, but I'll never understand. I know. And again, you could volunteer. There's many things you could do. Like old people, they like to you know they like to meet at coffee shops and chat about random shit. Who the fuck mm. knows? Okay, um, like during the day, like you see old people walking around. You know, it's very cute and mm-hmm. it's very wholesome. Yeah, you could do that. But it's interesting because they're saying in recent decades the number of octogenarians gener- in the U.S. workforce has soared. 
I think it's also, there, I think there's many cultural elements to this. But I think, so that, mm-hmm, sorry. oh, sorry. I was just going to say, like, I think one of the reasons why, though, that we're seeing an increase as well is because we're in this weird era where, for example, especially like now is like a perfect example. If you had already retired, you're on a pension. Yeah. Your pension, some of them are indexed a little bit for inflation. Yeah. But like, for example, a year like this, I feel bad for pensioners because they're on a more static income. Right. And the costs are soaring. It's not like you can sure. ask for a raise on your pe- pension. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, you can try to take out a little bit more, but you have to be really mindful of how much you're taking out. So I think there's that. And I also think the fact is we're in a really, really dangerous time where a lot of people are getting to the age of retirement and not having money to retire. Yes. And that's actually, I think, what what is fueling this more than people just being like... I just want to work continue. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I think a lot of people are like, I fucking can't retire. Yeah. Or they're like, there's, there's a lot of financial instability. Exactly. So even if they might think, Oh, maybe I'm okay. Mm-hmm. They're like a little nervous about it. Exactly. And that's keeping people in the workforce to be, you know, in their eighties. And I'm like, Oh my God. Like yeah. that to me seems horrible. <laughs> God, eighties. Yeah. I want to retire already. I know. Fucking hell, 80s, man. I'm just like, and also it's like, you know, especially I know like just from seeing my grandparents. Yeah. It's like really not sad, but it's like once you hit 80, it's almost like 80 is like this weird number where you hit 80. Like usually your (laughs) 70s are like pretty good. Well, that depends on the person. It does. Yeah. Yeah. And then you hit 80 and then it's kind of like really every year makes such a huge difference. Right. In terms of like health, in terms of yeah. all of that stuff. And that's what I've seen like, you know, even in my grandparents, like in the last couple of years. Right. Really like every time I go to see them, cause like I'm not in the UK anymore. Yeah. Now, it's so sad. It's like a lot has changed. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I mean, I, I, th- well, I think a part of it, it I think overall it's just like the, eco- the global economy is fucked. So yeah. I think that's just the overarching reason. And I think because of that, so for example, I mean, I don't know how like in the U S like it's a little different from like where I'm from, which is it, Korea. Yeah. But like, you know, maybe back in the day, like the kids could help out a little bit or like, I don't know, like there was a little bit more of that. Like maybe you live with your parents for a bit, yeah. you know, um, or, uh, you know, there was more of a sense of community that could have been as well. Like you, you spend more time with your kids and now, you know, people are all living, they're all very busy because they all have to work so hard. They have their own kids. They're all living away. Yeah. It's all very, you know, global economy, everything. The only thing that's important is work. Yeah. So then you don't see your family as much. So again, maybe you feel lonely. So then mm. you feel like, oh, maybe my only place that I can go to is work exactly. to feel a sense of belonging. Oops. So yeah. anyway, it's very fucking sad. Yeah. Um, but let me tell you that much. I will not want to be working at the age of fucking 80. So you've heard it here today. <laughs> Rose will be retired. I mean, I probably want to, I could do this and somebody, you know, a very young person could post it for me. <laughs> yeah, that's, No, but you know what the interesting Hi thing there. is? No, because <laughs> because we're used to this technology, but by then it will have changed. Exactly. So the posting will be different. That's what I'm fucking scared about. I know that you know actually what? Like, me. honestly, there's one fucking reason to have children is to, so they can figure out the technology for you. Yeah. Because every time I go to my fucking parents' house, yeah. I'm always, my dad's like, you know, he wants me to fix something. Okay. Oh, yeah. The yeah, printer's yeah. broken. Can you fix this? You know, it's like my parents as well. It's every parent. Oh Daniel. my God. It's every Every parent. It is a universal mm. experience. Like literally this, yeah. this last weekend I was at my parents' house and they couldn't get into their Gmail account. <laughs> yes. So I was like helping them get into their <laughs> Gmail account. And then they, of course they never remember their password. No, oh my God. Oh, don't, don't even well, get me to, started. To, to be fair, I never remember my fucking password. I mean, because the thing the is... The passwords are, have gone out of control. I know. I, I think this too. I don't blame my parents because I'm not even kidding you guys. And I'm sure everyone experiences this. The passwords, 
Like it used to be simple. okay. Yeah, it was simple. You had one yeah. password generally. You could kind of, you made it special and you use it for everything. Yeah. Whereas now it's like you'll do a password and then it will get compromised. You have to create a new password. Yeah. And then at work on top of it. So I have all of my personal passwords. <laughs> and then at work, they force us to change our password every oh. Every two months. That's the worst because then you, and then you forget it. Yeah. So we have to change it every two or three months. And then on top of that, it can't be the previous password that you yeah. had. So you're always creating this new password. And I'm like, I'm like, at this point, I'm like, I have so many I fucking know. passwords. Yeah. And then depending on the website, they have different requirements. Yeah. So sometimes you're not allowed to ha- have a symbol, but then sometimes you, you require a symbol. Yeah. So then you have a million different passwords and then you have to change those passwords. Gmail fucking makes you do this every yeah. four months or something. They're like, change your password. Yeah. I'm like, fucking hell. I know. So of course they're not going to remember. And then anyway, so like, yeah. Um, so anyways, basically if you don't have kids, you're kind yeah. of fucked because then who's going to do your technology for you? Well, this is it. And that, that is actually kind of a scary thing for me. Cause like, obviously we grew up with more of the technology and stuff, but like it is still changing and still like, exactly. you know, look at crypto. Maybe if we had kids, we could have one of them explain it to us. You know, our, our five-year-old. Trust me, trust me, they won't know. Yeah. Okay. Well, you'd be surprised. These kids are smart oh, these God. days. Well, and Some of another them. thing that freaks me out is like the amount of technology expansion that we've seen over the last, literally in our lifetime. Yeah. Like, I feel like we are, like, maybe everyone thinks this, but like, I feel like our generation is such an interesting generation, right? Yeah. Because we grew up in analog age and then we like transitioned to digital. Yeah. And then we've seen like the explosion of digital. Yeah. So it's like, how much more... Can we go? But this is what my question always is. You know, we've gotten we've gotten to this like this so far in technology, I think. Yes. And then I'm like, what's next? You know, I like know. what is physically possible? Like <laughs> what is possible? The metaverse. But also, what more do we need? What more do we need? Exactly. That's it's where I'm like out of control. I know. I'm like, the, don't get me wrong. There's certain technologies and things where I'm like, actually, this really does improve our lives. Like online banking. I think that was like sure. a revelation. You don't have to go to the bank anymore. Yeah. And all this. So little things like this have been really good. I think improvements. But then overall, I'm like. What more do we need? Like we don't, we already spend too much time on our phones exactly, and on our devices and everything else. And I'm kind of like, well, what's, you know, what's, what's people don't have friends anymore because we're all socializing via social media. It's causing all sorts of social problems. It's it's causing so many problems. And then we keep like every year there's a new fucking iPhone Mm. and then there's like a tiny little change and we're supposed to be like fucking ecstatic about it. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Well, that's why they did say that. And I was again reading another article about this, but how, you know, the purchases of new iPhones, they still, a lot of people still buy them guys. I'm not going to deny that, but it's actually the last couple of years. It's been declined. It's declined because they're the same. Exactly. Like for example, I have like, I'm recording this right now on an iPhone 11 and And I have the 13 and it's probably not that different. Exactly. Like it's, it's, there's not huge differences where I'm like, "Mm, I feel like I need to get a different phone. You know, like it's, you know what? Like I fucking, you know, here, let me do a little rant before we end this segment on the fucking iPhone. Okay. I, first of all, you Apple users, you all fucking, and now I have an iPhone so I can say the shit. I mean, I said the shit before as well. Yeah. You app, some of you Apple users are so stupidly snobby. It's not even funny. Mm. I used to use Android. Yeah. And the amount of like annoying comments I would get from people. Oh my God. Why do you have an Android? Because it's a phone and it works. Yeah. And it does literally everything that an iPhone needs to do. Literally the only reason that I switched to an iPhone is because I have a MacBook. So it's easier to transfer files. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Fucking annoying. First of all, the most annoying thing is that the storage cannot be expanded. Oh God. Please kill me. Because my storage is always full now <laughs> and I can't expand it yeah. because it's a fucking iPhone. Whereas if I had an Android, I could get a bigger memory card and yeah. I could stick that memory card in and then I would have extra space. Yeah. But Apple has these limitations 
that they do on purpose. Of course. So that you spend thousands more dollars. I don't know. Hundreds more dollars on more storage when you first get the fucking phone. Well, they want this is the thing. They want the reoccurring revenue, right? So you buy your phone. That's only one time. (sighs) That's a one time purchase for Apple. Yes. So what they want you to do is they want you to buy the iCloud. Because then it's it's a subscription based service where you pay every month. So not only do they get your money in a one lump sum, they get it recurring. And I feel like a lot of, and people have talked about this before about how things used to be made a bit more sturdy and more to last. Whereas I I think a lot of things are a lot less like lastable. And it's because like if a company made like this amazing product that lasted 50 years, which they used to make things like this. Exactly. But then those companies would like go out of business or whatever, because they wouldn't get that reoccurring revenue. Like you buy it. And you're not going to buy another one your entire life. Yeah. You so need like, recurring customers. Exactly. And like, so iPhone and all of these, they try, they, the subscription model that everyone's yeah. changing to, like that is really the moneymaker because it, it, it means that they get consistent income every single month. Yeah. Anyway, it's very annoying. And there's yeah. a lot of little things that I actually prefer the Android over the iPhone. Yeah. And I, I was like literally thinking about this the other day. I was like, oh my God, other than like, which I mean, I will admit airdrop is the best thing yeah, ever. Yeah, airdrop's amazing. Um, love airdrop. Yeah. Um, but other than airdrop, I'm like, I really don't see, you know, what's better. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's a fucking phone. Yeah. Um, there's things that are so annoying about it. Okay. Like, for example, one of the things that really fucking annoys me is that, like, maybe I, maybe I haven't figured it out. This could be it. But, like, you know, like, when you take a photo, right? It, like, saves it into your, like, gallery or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then if somebody sends me a photo, it saves it into that same folder. Yeah. The Android guys, they put it in different folders. It's very, like, nicely organized. Mm. So my camera folder has mm-hmm. the only the pictures I took from my camera. Right, right, right. But I think there is different folders. Like if you look into there the, are different folders. Yeah. So if you go into your photos, let me find it. You'll you'll like. There's definitely different folders. I yeah, I, I, one, I am aware. I have a folder like there's one that's created for WhatsApp. Like. Uh, let me see. Is there one for just camera? Mm, no, I don't see. Think so. That's the thing. I need one where it's just my camera. Yeah. See, these are all the different ones that you have. Yes. Like Video. Yes. Selfies. But none of it is just you took it on your phone. No. Okay. Why? But you know what? Why? You know what also drives me crazy with like Apple and MacBook oh. and stuff. It's also like I find <laughs> the organization on them like it's it's quite, it can some of it's user friendly and stuff. I don't like it. But like the the way the photos are organized and also like when you go to delete things, they're not actually deleted. They go into they're a deleted, hidden somewhere. They get hidden yeah. and then you have to delete them again. And cause don't I, get me started on the files. Oh yeah, and I'll be like I'll be like I deleted all this stuff. Why is there no space on my phone, for example? And they're all in a fucking other folder. <laughs> I'm like, why is this here? I deleted you. Always. Yeah. It's so annoying. And anyway, it's, like, it's, it's, like, the, it's the worst. It's like a protection so you don't accidentally delete something. But I'm like, have I ever gone back to my deleted folder and restored a photo? No. <laughs> I've always deleted them all. Like, it's a it's a useless feature. At least anyway. for me. Anyway. Well, I mean, no, I do like I do like the thing where you do have to empty the trash. Yeah. Is that what you mean? No, no, like uh, the trash yeah. is a little different. Yeah, like, the that's trash different. Get, yeah. yeah, that's the part that makes sense. Yeah, but anything I mean, else, it doesn't make sense. Exactly. Why is, again, they're trying to make you eat up your space. And also, another thing that fucking annoys me mm. you can't clear cache. I don't even know what that means, but I know what it is. I know yeah. what it does. <laughs> like on my Android, I remember when I used to run, run out of space, I would like go into all the apps and, clear and you can clear the cache, yeah. which saves up a lot of space. Yeah. So it clears, I, guys, I don't know. You guys know what I mean, right? It's like, you know what it is, but you don't know what it is. Yeah. Right? It's like, it's one of those things. It's like digital cookies. Yeah, exactly. Things, it's you like, know? you always accept the cookie, but you also never know what the fuck a cookie is. And, and why do they call them cookies? I don't fucking know. To make it sound I, all cute and stuff. I don't want a bite of it. I don't, I don't fucking... <laughs> 
because they, they make it sound like if, if it was like, will you accept this malware or something like that? That's <laughs> yeah. why they call it cookies. Yeah, yeah. They want you're right. They want to accept these cookies. You know exactly. We we want to take all I your data and all, yeah, put all this the stuff where on your they computer. Follow you around. Yeah, that's the thing where it's like it's like you you accept the cookie and that means mm-hmm. they like follow you around. That's what helps like the ads and stuff. Exactly. Right? Like it, it's like they so know your. What journey. happens if you reject the cookie? I I never reject the cookie. Mm, I don't know. Let's start rejecting them. <laughs> See what happens. So, anyways, so problem with Android, and I also hate the calculator. I, I think I need to download a calculator app. Yeah. The, the, no, the iPhone calculator, I mean. The Android calculator the iPhone, was so great. Also, the iPhone um, calendar. Oh my, don't get me started on Apple fucking calendar. Uh-huh. Who uses, nobody uses Apple calendar. Guys, tell if us in the comment section, Apple, yeah. do you use Apple calendar? It and it's the so, worst thing ever. Yeah. Google calendar is so much more premium. Yeah. I like Google calendar. Like well. who the fuck uses Apple calendar? Mm-hmm. Anyway, guys, that is it. Yeah. Anyways, on that positive note. On that note. positive note, guys. <laughs> Um, if you aren't already, don't forget to hit follow on whatever podcast platform you're listening to this episode on. Yeah. And that, that means you'll get up to date as soon as we post a new episode. Yeah. Also, guys, check out our Patreon. <laughs> yeah. Patreon.com slash the Savage Podcast. We have exclusive content on there. We do a bonus episode every single month exclusive for the Patreons. Yeah. And Patreons. <laughs> um, and uh, we set all the um, episodes a week early so you get it before everyone else. And all the content on there, guys, is ad-free so there's none yeah. of those pesky ads on there. So exactly. that's nice. And it starts as low as $3 a month. Which is so low. Which is cheap, guys. Less than a coffee. Um, yeah. And you get to enjoy an extra episode as well. Um, what else, Rose? And make sure you follow us on Instagram mm-hmm. at The Savage Podcast. Yep. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel if you're watching on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Make sure you give this video a big thumbs up if you're watching on YouTube. <laughs> and that's pretty much it, guys. That's it. Make all sure right. you tune in next week. Tell all your friends. Tell all your family. And we're talking about, what are we talking about next week, guys? Love, Love is, is Blind. blind. So make sure you do your homework and watch Love is Blind. Yes, that okay. is it. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.